hello. It is November 30th, 2021. This is Betsy. And I am low talking again. Um, here we are today. I'm walking my dog, Riley. And uh, not only am I not in my on my normal microphone and what I guess is my little studio, my um, home office, I'm not only not there, I'm not on a computer at my house, I am doing this walking. It is 10 o'clock and uh, we're moving tomorrow. Well, we started moving a little bit. We got the keys to our new house and um, I'm a little bit dazed from a long day of packing and organizing and doing a million things. And I, I will also say, um, I didn't give an intro to the to this show today, and um, this podcast is about the ups and downs and the joys and challenges of the human experience. And I, I'm a coach, and I share some of my personal experience, insights, perspectives, with the hopes that there's something about what I'm sharing or the way I'm sharing it or the way that it helps you think about your own life that provides you with some support or value or compassion in some way. So I don't even know. Can you hear um, my dog Riley walking? Can you hear her nails clicking? I don't know. We'll see. Um, But it's a little chilly out. I mean, I can't say it's that chilly because we live in Northern California. So maybe I won't tell you the temperature. For those of you who are experiencing a real winter, beginning of winter right now. Um, You know, I think one of the things that's coming up for me right now with this move and some other things that are going on concurrently with work is the ability that we have and maybe you've developed this ability in your life but the ability to kind of kick it and kick your energy into another gear um when you have a lot going on at once and maybe you in your life have felt like you've had seasons or maybe recently where you've had to do, you felt like you've needed to do that kind of consistently to be able to do everything. And, you know, there's a lot of people that I've coached and talked to and that have for a pretty sustained period of time felt like, you know, you've needed to kind of access that reserve energy in order to take care of yourself, make a living, uh, provide for your family and the health and well-being of those around you. And I just, I just want to give you some acknowledgement and validation for the reasons why you've done that. And that the reasons that you've done that are very likely connected to your some of your deepest values. And I also want to acknowledge that that it's really hard to do that over a period of time. 
and it's depleting. It reminds me of, you know, being an athlete and kind of hitting a point where you don't have any more energy to do anything, but you find energy somewhere. You just just feel like there's no other option. Like, I just have to kick it into another gear and kind of... It's the energy level of soldiering forward, to use a war metaphor, um, armoring up and just kind of like putting on a shield and just pushing forward, even though maybe your body is saying, no, I don't want to do that. Or Today, I, um, the last thing we needed to do was, was pack up our kitchen. So we have, we, um, we are getting help to move, but we didn't get help to pack. Um, we've had help to pack from family, but I came into the kitchen and just kind of based on everything else that was going on, um, it was made sense for me to take over doing the kitchen. And I basically like got in, got this attitude of excitement and aggressiveness. Like I had this feeling, I get this feeling like I'm somehow wanting to do this fast. Like, it's a really competitive thing. Like, I want to do this really fast. Like, I want to beat my record time. Like, I've ever, you know, packed up a kitchen and felt like I needed to time myself. And I moved at a really fast pace. Oh, and I asked my wife, like, are there any rules? (laughs) Like... The, the things that were really, like, precious or fragile or whatever that are already bubble-wrapped. <laughs> my wife and um, my mother-in-law had already bubble-wrapped all the fragile things. So I was like, are there any rules? Because I'm over here like a wild lady. I'm going to just, yeah, I'm going to use paper and I'm going to take care of things. But I'm also going to, you know, do some pretty wild things to make everything fit and, like, maybe there's going to be three categories of things in a box. Like, it's not just going to be one category. So I asked her, are there any rules about how I need to do this? She's like, no rules. And I said, you know, I think it's probably best if you maybe go into another room so you don't see. And I just was like, like I was an animal. And, you know, two hours later, I still wasn't done. But I was moving so fast. And I felt excited. Like, I liked it. I loved it. Um, My mother-in-law was like, you don't have to go fast. Like, you could. And I was like, but I like it. I really like it. I'm really enjoying, like, pushing myself. And I I think that's the part of me that's like, that I don't just want to be doing it forever. Like, do I really enjoy packing stuff up? No. Um, But I want to get it over with. Um... (laughs) So, anyway, I think that that's an example today of just kind of this survival uh, mechanism of like, okay, I'm either going to do this fast, I got to kick it into another gear. Um, Other things that I do is like, I try to, (laughs) I think out of habit from doing a lot of different things like this, like try to make it fun for myself or interesting or... Um, 
because I did feel like there was some excitement around it. Like if I tried to go fast, I, I, I actually do. I, I asked my wife to like time me doing household things sometimes. Like, okay, I think I can do this in under two minutes. Time me. And now that I'm saying this out loud, I've never reflected on that, but I definitely do that. And I take great pride in it. And I think she kind of, you know how sometimes like maybe you have kids or you, you, your kids say like, oh, time me. I'm going to do that. And you're like, okay, I'm timing you. And like, you're not timing them. <laughs> like, I think, I think she might do that <laughs> with me. She might say, yeah, you did it. Fa- you did that faster than the last time. Um, Cause she's humoring me or, some, you know, I'll ask her like how many seconds did it take me? to do this like run you know undo all like put all the groceries away or whatever I mean so funny so going back to this these seasons of life where we're kicking things into gear I found myself feeling slightly overwhelmed because I have two two work things going on that are really big really exciting really require somewhat intense like um high high pressure I'd say and work that I love so I'm really excited about it and I'm thinking through that and there's another work opportunity that I'm thinking through that's also like very exciting and interesting and I'm grateful for these very very grateful for these opportunities and I was thinking to myself like can I move and you know, it's not like these work things are this week, but um, but there are certain things that I need to need and want to um, complete with them this week while moving and unpacking. <laughs> and I had this thought where I was like, "Can I do A, B, and C and move? Can I do all of that?" There was a dog barking at us. Wow, the dog sounds really big, doesn't it? I'm crossing the street. <laughs> Come on, Riley. I think that dog could could clear that fence, so I'm not gonna. I don't want to give him a challenge, or her, or them, tonight. Um, whew! I got distracted. That was interesting. But yeah, that that question of like, I find myself saying like, can I do all these things at once? And I think that my kind of mindset is often like, yeah, I can. I can. I can do all of those things and I can do them well. And I just wonder sometimes, like, if that part of me that I've developed to accomplish a lot or do many things at once, like, I just, for myself, for my own reflection, I just wonder, is that appropriate? <laughs> is, is that what's best for all the parts of me? And I know for sure there have been seasons in my life where it's definitely not been appropriate. I mean, where I've just blown out all my circuits working too hard and not taking care of myself and having major health challenges as a result. Um, I think I've talked about it. It was when I was 23 and I lost my voice because I had nodules on my vocal cords from speaking 50 hours a week. And I, my vocal cords reached a point where I couldn't make a sound. And actually right now I'm tired, so my voice is a little deeper. Um, but my voice has changed. My voice is deeper and kind of more, um, I wouldn't say raspy, but just more 
I don't know, Okie notes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just so silly. Um, my voice has changed from that, but that happened also when I blew my knee out playing soccer, and I also have talked about how I was drinking a lot and really just very anxious and really unhealthy. I ended up healing my voice, giving myself voice rest when I had knee surgery. They they told me they wanted to do surgery and have me have voice rest for 30 days. Me have voice rest for 30 days? I have a daily podcast where I'm talking about myself and processing everything. And hopefully my deepest hope and prayer is that it provides you with some encouragement and support. But I like to talk. It's how I understand the world and myself and you and w- w- the meaning of everything. I... And I do love to listen, and I'm very curious to listen. Two ears, one mouth. (laughs) You got to listen more than you talk. But anyway, not talk for 30 days? Oh my goodness. So, yeah, there have been seasons where I've been very out of balance. But I caught myself kind of kicking into that gear. And then I found myself like... There's a gear of like, yeah, I can do it all. And then it's kind of like me in the kitchen today where I'm like, like, I'm just like, you know, it's, I don't want to use the term manic because I think that term is used kind of in, um, daily language, but I don't know that it's appropriate because manic is a term that's used to describe a particular, um, experience of people, um, well, not just who have been diagnosed with bipolar or experienced symptoms of bipolar, um, but other mental health kind of challenges and patterns that... So it, it has like a um, diagnostic definition. I think sometimes we throw around like these diagnostic definitions and it's... I think you know, maybe hurtful to people who have had those diagnoses or have manic episodes. And I know people I'm very close with some friends who experienced manic episodes and to just casually say like, oh, I was so manic. It's like, maybe it's not so empathetic for us who don't have severe manic episodes to say that. Um, But it is a term that comes to mind for me because it feels like it's on that spectrum, but it's on the mild end of what is possible with mania and manic episodes. Um, right now, I just have to tell you, I'm passing this house that has these about 10-foot trees with teardrop... Is it teardrop? These yellow leaves, and there's lights around the trees on my left, and then to my right, there is a... Is that a ginkgo biloba tree ginkgo and it's the leaves are bright yellow and there's a car parked on the street and it's covered in the i wish i could i wish now this was a video podcast because the the sidewalk and the car are just covered in this blanket of these yellow beautiful flower or flowers leaves (sighs) that feels nice so just Noticing it and taking it in, sharing that with you. Um, 
But what I was getting at is that this feeling of like, oh, I'm right at this crossroads of like, oh yeah, I can do A, B, and C. I can do this major career thing and move and unpack my house and, and, and all in these days. And um, knowing that when I create or I'm working, like I need a certain space for my mind and body and spirit to be able to do that. And it's not when there's probably a lot of chaos. I need time to myself. Come on, Riley. Um, but again, when you're at that crossroads and you feel that kind of urge coming on to just race through the kitchen and speed, and it's like noticing, okay, what I got to today was, well, I actually can do A, B, and C, but I have a choice about how the energy level I want to bring to that and what I'm noticing is that I'm finding deeper levels of trust and um, knowingness that everything's that I am going to take the time I need that that I'm going to come up to with solutions to some of the challenges about these the work that I'm doing that I'm trying to problem solve through that solutions are going to come and another part of it that I I believe is true is that I have a greater willingness to ask for help and to brainstorm with others instead of in the past I felt like if I was struggling or if I didn't know how to do something I would just have to power through and figure it out myself because I thought I had to demonstrate some expertise which the thing that's funny is that when I was young, I thought I was an expert in a number of things. <laughs> now, I just, yes, I'm experienced and I have a lot of experience, for example, with coaching, um, doing around 6,000 one-on-one coaching sessions. And I can have a conversation with someone and I can get a lot of information about about them and provide some kind of encouragement and support so I feel very confident in that and the more experience I have the more I appreciate not knowing the more I appreciate being in a space of learning and and growing so you know maybe you know if you're going through a season of life where you feel like you're turning it on on all cylinders how might you approach it with how might you allow yourself to you know whatever the result is like get something done or do some you know do something well or deliver an experience or how might you do that by relying on other strengths than this kind of uh, anxious energy I'll call it I don't know I don't know what the answer is for you and maybe it's not the right question for you Uh, but that's what I'm experiencing today and I wonder if I allow myself to create from that space if I'm able to have even deeper connections with others and have even better results that are in greater alignment with my deepest values because I think that 
the more anxious I get, you know, place I get creating, like, oh, I can do all these things, and then I'm operating more from a sense of control, fear, and some shame. So, I wonder how this lands with you. So, just some, uh, you know, moving day, walking my precious angel dog, Riley, in this chilly evening. It might be it might be fifty. It might be forty eight. I'm not wearing a coat too, so do I get kind of more empathy for that? Because I'm not in winter. I don't know. Um, but I just want to send you lots of love today, no matter where you are, what you're doing. Here we are today, everybody. Give yourself a gentle hug, and no matter what you've done, how you've coped, how you've created, all that you've taken on or not taken on balanced or not balanced, quote-unquote succeeded or failed, you're beautiful, you're whole, you're, you're wonderful, you have a wonderful and beautiful heart, and I think the more that we connect in with the deepest center of our heart and the truth of who we are, the more we're able to, you know, be with each other, connect, remember what it's really all about. So I'm sending you lots of love, and I will look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.